Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is is and my guest is Kelly Polachek, VP of Marketing at Optimized. Kelly, thanks so much for your time. Thanks so much for having me, Jeremy. So tell us a little bit about Optimized. Sure. So Aptimize, we are a global technology solutions consulting company. We provide a variety of different back-end, front-end, all sorts of system solutions. We partner with a lot of bigger agencies as well as, um, you know, providing just any aspect of technology that we can, whether it be a small business or a big corporate enterprise. Okay. So pretty broad focus. So Yes. So who are your customers? Who's the audience you're trying to engage? Yeah, so that's a very interesting thing about working in the technology industry. We have a very broad audience, but each specific um, solution that we offer is targeted to a different one of those audiences. So for example, we have a bunch of SAP system solutions and we're targeting CIOs, CFOs, COOs, anyone at that C-level position. But we also offer a whole e-commerce portion where we're designing websites. So that's meeting with marketing directors or marketing personnel at the company. So depending on what our target audience is of the week, of the day, that's kind of how we tailor our content. Okay. And so t- talk me through some of the strategy there in tailoring the content. What goes into that? Yeah, so it's definitely writing out kind of a roadmap, selecting that initial target audience. And these are definitely for more specific things, such as email blasts or targeted campaigns. Um, We also have an overall social approach, which is different than what we do when we target um, those specific people at companies. Okay, so give me a specific example. Let's say a blog post. Mm -hmm. How is that blog post going to be different if it's aimed at one subsection of your audience as opposed to the other. And let's get as specific as we can. Sure. So we actually do have a blog section on our website where we feature blogs from different members of our company. They write them and they are targeted to specific audiences. So when we go out and push those on social, we make sure to kind of tailor the hashtags and the language to the audience that would connect with that post. Okay. So can you give me a, a, like a specific example of that, like a specific post that you've published recently? Yeah. So um, one post that was actually really interesting that would kind of maybe not surprise you, um, we did a post on how we kind of promote careers for the veteran community. We have veterans who work at our office, but that is a very select group of people. Not everyone is going to relate to that blog, but we select images and we were really sure to be careful about the language that we used in that blog. So we actually met with the veterans in our office and kind of sat down with them and kind of worked through the most appropriate way to say, Hey, we want to bring you guys in, give you guys opportunities and like, let's talk. Okay. And so you said you're careful about the language. And Mm -hmm. so when you met with those folks internally, were you asking specifically about language? Like what kinds of words, phrases should we use that sort of thing? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, that's smart. And obviously that matters, right? I mean, yeah. one of the most direct ways to connect with people is to speak their language. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are some of the biggest challenges you face in cutting through all the noise that's out there and connecting with these specific audiences? 
Yeah, so I definitely think that with such a broad range of audiences, something important is to also produce content that will relate to everyone and not just those selective groups. So one thing we really pride ourselves on here at the optimized office is having that family-like environment. And we want to show people that. So one thing we do is we'll have little videos or pictures of things going on in our office throughout the day or things we do outside of the office. Um, We have an intern program, so we like to highlight them and let them show off what they're doing. But it also relates back to what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So if we and, have an intern who developed a really cool app at school, we'll be like, let's feature that. Like, look what he's doing. Like he's working hard, but he's working hard here and he can help you do this. Okay. Interesting. So it's kind of peeling back the curtain a bit to show yeah. like the inside of what's going on. So what's the strategy there? Why? And this is sort of devil's advocate a little bit. Why would someone outside, you know, a potential customer care about an intern or about what you guys are doing internally? I think it offers a chance of relatability. I know something important to me is always feeling like you belong and feeling like you're welcome and you can be yourself. And that's something we really pride ourselves on here. So when we're letting people see who we are, they can feel comfortable coming in knowing that we're treating them like a part of our family and that they're going to be taken care of through any step of the process, no matter the relationship, whether they're a customer, client, partner. Mm -hmm. Okay, that makes sense. And I mean, I guess, in my mind too, it speaks to the process of building trust with mm-hmm. a potential client, right? And yeah. part of that is them just getting to know you as not just a business, but the people who make up the business. Exactly. And we also try and do different charitable things as well, you know, raising money if someone needs help. We had a whole charity gala this past year to raise money for a woman who was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer, who is a friend mm-hmm. of our CEOs. Mm-hmm. And we and so- we invited everyone to be involved in that. That was posted throughout our social. Anyone could buy tickets. Anyone could be involved. Okay. And so, so that became part of a marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. And how effective was that? I mean, we were able to raise over $12,000 and everyone – was able to be involved in the process. We were very transparent. Mm-hmm. And by everyone, do you mean not only your own people, employees and such, but people outside? Correct. Okay. Interesting. So um, you've touched on some of these already, but generally speaking, which strategies do you find work best when it comes to connecting with your audience? I definitely think that connecting with the audience on a personal open level works the best. Any company can go out there and produce content saying, we do this, we do that. Call us if you need this, but not every company lets you see the inside like we do. And I think it's really important to have that humane aspect when you're marketing, especially for something like a technology company. Mm, Right. Because technology can get a little dry or like very techy, obviously. And yeah. so to show the human element of that, right? And you've and you've already mentioned some examples of showing kind of what's going on inside the company. Now you mm-hmm. also mentioned in that one example about the blog post aimed at veterans that you talked to some veterans internally. So you had that you had discussions with them in order to 
understand what language to speak. Do you, do you try to have discussions with prospects as well? And if so, how do you do that? Yeah. So typically we'll client customer prospect. We'll mainly after we bring a company on board, we'll sit down and talk to them. We're like, well, what spoke to you? Like, mm-hmm. I always like to know what spoke to them the best, what really caught their eye, what catches their attention. And I think it's very important when you're marketing to do that kind of research to figure out mm-hmm. what the people are actually relating to the best. Mm-hmm. Now, so that makes sense with clients that are already on board, mm-hmm. right? And that way you can get case studies, customer success stories and whatnot. What about with folks that you're trying to bring on board, but they're not quite there yet? Uh, yeah. How do you how do you kind of get to know what's inside their head? And is it because it seems like it would be good if you could have actual conversations with those people, right? Not a selling yeah, conversation I mean, necessarily, but like just getting to know them and what they're thinking. How does how does that work? My favorite way to connect with audiences is through LinkedIn, kind of mm-hmm. just seeing what they're liking, seeing what they're sharing seeing what they're commenting on, what's catching their attention and doing that research so that when I know I'm targeting a specific market, I already know what that market is attracted to. Mm -hmm. And through initial discovery conversations, if I'm the one doing pre-sales, that's another thing that's important to know because I can tailor my messaging or tailor the content I create, like the one shooters or anything, to what catches that audience's eye. Okay, so you spend time on LinkedIn looking for one, just what are they looking at? What are they interested yeah. in? And then if they're commenting, what? how do they comment? What kind of language mm-hmm. do they use? And so on. You can kind of begin to build up a profile that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, very good. So final thoughts, based on your experience, based on what we've been talking about, what's something that your colleagues in marketing and communication can start doing today right away to improve their engagement with customers and prospects. I definitely think it's important to let people in, to let people see that it's not always serious, that you can have fun in a corporate setting. We, we just got a hot dog machine in our office. Like it's funny, it's a gimmick, but it brings the team together. And then people want to be a part of that family. They want to have a relationship with that environment. And and maybe they want a hot dog. Maybe. Maybe. Is it one of those hot dog machines like like you see like in a, a gas station? Like it's sort of ro- like the rolling things and the hot dogs are on there? What is a hot dog machine? <laughs> it was actually a gift from a customer. <laughs> um, yeah. I believe you just put the hot dogs in. It's like a toaster oven looking thing oh, okay like you could toast the buns and the hot dogs at the same time so do you guys eat, eat a lot of hot dogs at work well we just got it yesterday oh oh okay so, <laughs> so maybe we're gonna start having hot dog wednesdays well there you go hot dog that's like a new thing trending hot dog wednesdays. be sure to look out for it on our social <laughs> <laughs> i'll definitely do that well kelly thanks so much for a great conversation i really enjoyed it yeah thank you so much again for having me jeremy that's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. 
And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.